late one night in the castle of the Chicken McNuggets. What are you making? Sauce. We're using my mummy's recipe. Mummy? Uh-oh. Oh. This better be good. It'll be great. Hmm, does your daddy have a recipe? <laughs> now you can get McDonald's Happy Meal Pails for... Halloween! There's a pumpkin pail, Boom. a witch, Boom. and a ghost. Boom. That glows in the dark. You can get a different one each week until... Halloween! This podcast would be fundamentally flawed if we never acknowledged the fact that despite they were an obvious cash grab, kids' meals from chain fast food restaurants had toys that led to memories that we would never forget. This week, in part one of an ongoing series, we delivered to you the hot and delicious history of the clown king of food. This is the story of the Happy Meal. This is Toys for Us. All of my best friends are toys. Oh boy, all of my best friends are toys. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, all of my best friends are toys. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Patty Ruxpin and the worms. We got Bill Nye so we can learn. And if I Welcome on back to the Toys R Us podcast, your weekly history lesson, Bill and Ted style, as we take you back to the past to learn about the methods to the madness that brought us our favorite childhood toys. He's the method, I'm the madness. Ah. A method man. That makes you red man. Yeah. Now, Bill and Ted, uh, if you recall, we did say, uh, like, many episodes ago, they should, they need to start filming soon. And guess what? And guess what happened? Look, I'm not saying that we made that happen, but this is like the third time that we've said something and it's happened. Let me tell you something that's happened. Let me tell you things that have happened since we started this podcast. Okay? They're making a Viewmaster movie. Yep. Speak and Spell is coming back. Yep. Bill and Ted 3 is being shot. Yep. What else? There was something else that we're just like, whoa. Oh, they're making a Magic 8-Ball movie. Yeah. Not saying that we're to blame. But we might be kind of to blame. At least partially. Strum up the interest. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Just weird. So, um, you can address any royalty checks. Toys <laughs> for us. Yes. Care of Secret Eddie Studios. Yep. My name is Richard Hunt, and with me as always is my cousin and co-host, Brian Mills. Hey, everybody. How you guys doing today? Brian, it would be, as Jay from Jay and Silent Bob would attest to, mm-hmm. fucking clown shoes. To deny that that man in, well, clown shoes, left his mark on our childhood. Very much so. Because when I think of McDonald's Happy Meal toys, my personal favorite are the fucking Halloween pails. Yeah. Which were kind of an obvious homage to the uh, Silver Shamrock masks. I I agree. They they were exactly the same as the Silver Shamrock masks. Which, God help us, when Halloween comes... Oh, it's on. Yeah. 
Because it's, it's both of our favorite holidays. Oh, absolutely. Any holiday that I don't like, I immediately advocate for its termination and the addition of a second holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an October baby. October like, 13th. Like, this guy's got, like, the perfect birthday ever. I swear. Like, wasn't it last year on Friday the 13th? Two, two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah, Friday the 13th. I was born on Thursday the 13th. God damn it. Ugh, so close. I know. I know it. Are you ready to McFrickin' lose it? Hell yes, I am. Alright, let's go. Let's McFrickin' lose it! Let's pull into the Drifus drive-thru. Oh, shit. We're gonna start our story in the mid-1970s. We're meet up with a woman named Yolanda Ferdinand de Cofino. She was married to Jose Cofino. Yes, that is a mouthful. And together they owned all of the McDonald's franchises in Guatemala. So, powerhouse couple. Yeah, definitely. Especially because I didn't know that they had McDonald's. In oh, pshh. I mean, they got McDonald's fucking in Russia now, so, I mean. Yes. In, in Soviet Russia, Mac bigs you. He is. Uh, yeah, so this couple owned all of the McDonald's in Guatemala. That's baller. And on a whim, she decided to create the Ronald menu. Oh. Which was to help, fa- help parents feed their children with less hassle and more fanfare. Okay. So she put a hamburger, a small fry, and a small sundae in a bag, which minimalized the time that parents spent picking their meal for their children or, like, debating the uh, nutritional benefits at the counter. Which is, like, fucking smart. That is super smart. That is way forward thinking. Especially it was mid-1970s. Right, I mean... In Guatemala? Like, come on. Give Give them credit. Yeah? Absolutely. When the McDonald's headquarters in Chicago heard word of her creation, they asked Bob Bernstein, the founder and CEO of marketing agency Bernstein Rhine, whom McDonald's partnered with. They're still around there. They are, yeah. Uh, They wanted him to find out how to make an American take on it. America. Uh, So, yeah, let's take a minute here to talk about Bob Bernstein. Because our Bobby... Our Bobby? Bobby Boucher? Because our buddy Bobby has had some massive accomplishments under his belt. A lot of fingers and a lot of pies. He basically helped rebrand Walmart from the late 70s into the early 2000s. So, like, all the rollbacks, smiley faces, the always low prices, always. That was Bob. Damn, Bob. Get it. He was also responsible for the height of blockbuster popularity as he coined the term, make it a blockbuster night. So he knew what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, definitely. This guy's got... Serious pedigree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to meet up with him in 1977. The McDonald's restaurant owner clients who regularly met with him were looking for ways to create a better experience for families with kids. And he thought that if kids could get a packaged meal all their own instead of just picking at their parents' food, everyone would be happier. Yeah. Uh, He had often noticed that his young son at the breakfast table poring over various items on cereal boxes and thought, why not do that for... McDonald's. Like, let's make packaging for kids. Yeah. Uh, so he called in his creative team and had them mock up some paper or cardboard boxes okay. fashioned to resemble lunch pails uh, with the McDonald's golden arches for the handles. Okay, slight sidebar. Um, yes. When I was young, mm-hmm. the thing that I identified the uh, the Happy Meal boxes looking most like yes. was uh, Snoopy's Doghouse. Yeah. Because to me, they were like the exact same shit as his doghouse. That's very true. Just a little anecdote from my childhood. Um, 
They called in nationally known children's illustrators and offered them a blank slate for filling the boxes, sides, and tops with their own colorful ideas. From art to jokes to games to comic strips to stories to fantasy. Whatever they thought would appeal to kids, they wanted, like, at least eight things on the boxes. See, now that's that's good. You got a little diversity of something for everyone. Right, right. Um, Inside the box would be a burger, small fries, packet of cookies, and a surprise gift. And it will come with a small drink. Right, right. Uh, He named it the Happy Meal, and it was successfully introduced with television and radio spots and in-store posters in the Kansas City market in October 1977. Other markets followed, and the national rollout happened in July of 1979. Okay. Bernstein received trademark for his idea in 1977, which he assigned to his valued client, McDonald's Corporation, on June 10th, 1980. Okay. In 1987, at the annual McDonald's marketing meeting, he was recognized for his accomplishment with a full-sized bronze replica. You know how, like, people will bronze their baby's shoes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, And on it read the following inscription. McDonald's Happy Meal 10th Anniversary, 1977-1987. To Robert A. Bernstein, thank you for bringing the Happy Meal, a bold idea, to the McDonald's system. Your insight and conviction truly has made McDonald's a fun place for children for the past 10 years. Congratulations, you're fired. <laughs> McDonald's, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> McDonald's Corporation, September 1987. Which makes me very uncomfortable because it completely erased Yolanda's contribution to the thing. It absolutely did. She came up with it. Yeah. It was her idea. No. Is it because she was Guatemalan? Was it like a racist thing? I don't know if it's so much a race thing as it is it was the 70s and hey, she was a woman. My idea, my, my. It, things haven't changed. Like, they oh, they get they shy. get an idea from a woman and they're like, silly. What is this? Go back to the kitchen. This is Mad Men. Like, what? Yeah. Stop. Jeez. Yeah, so like, as much as it is a mainstay, the fact that she just got shit out of the history of it really is uh, just appalling, honestly. Because, I mean, honestly, had you not mentioned her in the beginning, I would have never Yeah. Known. Nobody does. Right. You know? And you could ask 50 people, and not one of them would know it was made by a woman. Yeah. Jeez. Let alone a woman of color. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Um, the classic kids meal started as a gimmick. Like, a way to lure parents with small children in for an easy-to-order lunch or dinner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, The Happy Meal let kids choose what they wanted to eat, giving them a sense of autonomy, and helped McDonald's brand itself as family-friendly fare. Okay. That makes sense. The first iteration of the Happy Meal was a circus wagon box, which came with either a cheeseburger or a hamburger, as well as fries, cookies, a drink, and a toy. Uh, Chicken McNuggets were not added until a few years later, as an alternative to red meat. Okay. For like, uh, you know, Lent or whatever. Yeah. Um, in the 1980s, diners sought to decrease the amount of fat and cholesterol they consumed, and demand increased for leaner meats and poultry. So that's basically why chicken oh, nuggets. Oh, I gotcha. It's the fat, fat-free shit, you know? You know, as terrible as they are for you, I mean, fucking chicken nuggets, McNuggets are fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No nugget will ever be as good as, like, 90s Burger King nuggets, though. Oh, you ain't kidding. I miss those. 
they had like the right amount of spice to them, mm-hmm. and it was just I don't know. They weren't bland at all. They, no. they were so consistently awesome. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. Things changed in a big way for Happy Meals in December of 1979. You see, that was the year that McDonald's partnered with outside forms of entertainment, thus crossing brands and in turn entering a world of unlimited options. And this is where you'll throw up a Vulcan salute, because the first Happy Meal to promote a movie rolled out in tandem with the Star Trek The Motion Picture. Boom! Dubbed the Star Trek Meal, it harnessed Star Trek imagery to reach out to diehard fans regardless of age, by creating games inspired by the movie, as well as a comic adaptation of the film. In order to complete a set of the toys, consumers had to buy multiple meals. Cue the Happy Meal frenzy that birthed collectors of all levels. Yep. Which is smart. I tell you what, that's that's the way to do it. It's, to, it's like what uh, Hasbro does now with... Uh, their Marvel Legends series. They got the whole Build-A-Figure thing. Yeah. Where everyone comes yeah. with a leg or a torso exactly. or an arm. Yep. Yada, yada, yada. So you gotta buy all these figures that probably nobody really gives a shit about. No, just to get the one just that you do. Just to get the one that you do. It's smart. It works. Um, and God Almighty does it work because those collectors have many things to choose from. It's true. Uh, the Happy Meal started with generic toys which was a McDoodle stencil, a McWrist wallet, a small puzzle, top, or McDonaldland character-shaped erasers. Okay. Later meals included sticker sheets, Atari 2600 game tips, trading cards, Winnie the Pooh storybooks. Like I said, the first movie-themed Happy Meal was a Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yeah. Um, but as the 1980s rolled in, McDonald's Happy Meal toys reflected a wide variety of pop culture interests, including... Kellogg's Rise and Shine, which were, they gave out free cereal samples, yeah. which I wouldn't hate. No, I, I remember getting those. Those are delicious. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons books and yep. uh, Little Tiny Games. Video game themed toys like Pac-Man, Donkey Kong Jr., and Super Mario Brothers. Yep. E.T. candy dispensers that came with Reese's Pieces. <sighs> He-Man and the Masters of the Universe action figures. Okay. Uh, Nintendo Power NES game tips trading cards, mm-hmm. and tie-in toys for Kool-Aid, WWF, and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Ah, that's awesome. However, things changed for McDonald's after they started offering Disney-themed Happy Meal toys oh. in 1987. Mm-hmm. Focusing on animated works like Cinderella, The Sword in the Stone, and other animated classics, based on this collaboration, McDonald's would offer Disney-themed Happy Meal toys... Um, way into the 90s, like The Lion King, 101 Dalmatians. They even kind of branched out outside of Disney and got, like, ALF, Full House, Home Alone 2, uh, and Nintendo Power Game Boy game tip cards. Now that's cool. Um, Although the success of the Happy Meal toys was fostered by Linda Grigorski in... 1991, because she started the McDonald's Collectors Club. Oh. Uh, McDonald's had a kind of minor setback in 1992 after parental concerns forced them to withdraw Batman Returns-related toys. Mm -hmm. More on that later. Yeah. Although toys related to Jurassic Park and its sequel would drive some interest back to Happy Meal toys, 1996 would be a key year through McDonald's introduction of Teeny Beanie Babies. Yep. Like, Jesus. That was, like, bonkers. Like, I remember cars, like, lining up yeah. down the street. Yeah. 
insanity. Yeah. And we, we'll do the Beanie Babies episode because it, there's just so much shit People with that. People work for that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People got fired for that shit. Yeah, people, like, okay, so that happened when I was, when I had my first job. Yeah. People were trying to send me. <laughs> because it was like, we were like two blocks over from the McDonald's. Yeah. They're like, hey, go get a couple Happy Meals. I'm like, well, I got, I got stuff to do. As the 1990s drew to a close, McDonald's released various other Happy Meal toys, such as figures based on Nintendo games, Super Mario Brothers, Donkey Kong, and Star Fox. Donkey Bulls. Halloween-themed M&M toys and Powerpuff Girl-related items, uh, as well as a Pokemon trading card game deck and game table. Ooh. Yeah. Um, entering the new millennium, McDonald's continued to release a wide variety of Happy Meal toys based on various franchises, kicking off in 2001 with Disney's House of Mouse. Oh, okay. Uh, they also had Kinder Surprise Eggs, Jurassic Park 3 toys, and NHL hockey Trading cards and figures. Hmm. Over the next few years, McDonald's Happy Meal toys included surprise, holiday happy double surprise items, mostly generic items from McDonald's inventory. <laughs> um, <laughs> Surplus surprise. Mm-hmm. Action figures from Powerpuff Girls, Kim Possible, Madame Alexander, and Dragon Ball GT. Toys from Disney's Haunted Mansion, the movie. Okay. Brother Bear, Hotel for Dogs, and Digimon Candy dispensers i remember those they also had workout dvds for kids for some reason yeah uh amongst the who's who of the toys that still raking big bucks we have the following the mcdonald's changeables those were the ones that like look like miniature uh versions of like mcdonald's foods oh like the transformers Yeah. yeah um they came out in 1987 and they came back to them and redid them again in 89 and 90. I had some of those. Uh, an assortment of the little guys are being sold from anywhere from 20 to $70, with one complete and sealed lot recently selling for 140 Shut up. Not bad. That's pretty good. Um, Monsters, Inc. toys, which came out five years before Disney put the brakes on its relationship with McDonald's. Wah, wah. Uh, which was reportedly due to health implications of fast food, and both sides have denied this, but... Naturally. You, you know you know what that's what it is. Yeah, they teamed up to promote the new, newly released feature film Monsters, Inc., releasing a set of ten toys with glow-in-the-dark pieces alongside doors or similar props. Individual pieces can easily sell for $5 a piece now, but a complete unopened set of the limited release toys can be yours for $100. Uh, 101 and 102 Dalmatians. I remember the cups that they put out for that. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, there's a reason that the complete set from 1996 is worth up to $70. There was 101 of them to collect. Oh, shit. Yeah. They actually even put out a special case... Really? You got all of them. And they did it again for 102 Dalmatians, which is another one that, if you can find the whole set, is $70. Huh. Who'd have thought? I loved 101 Dalmatians. I did too. I don't know so much about the fucking Glenn Close version. Yeah, I don't know either, but I mean... I mean, she's just terrifying. She is. Period. I mean... Her her default is like Angelica Houston and Witches. Ooh, fuck. Yeah. That, that used to scare the piss out of oh, me, man. We'll do an episode on that, believe me. Yeah. Uh, they had the 
Madame Alexander dolls. Um, because at the time, the full-size Madame Alexander dolls were, like, super hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. they were, like, creepy, like, yeah. kind of like the porcelain-looking dolls. Yeah. Full-size dolls around that time were selling for well over $1,000. <laughs> um, wow. And the Happy Meal-sized ones aren't selling, like, nearly as much, but you still get, like, a good return. But price. still, there's a, there's a market for that. Uh... They have teamed up several times, but the ones that, like, seem to be getting the most money are the Wizard of Oz collection from 2007-2008. Yeah. Um, they sold for more than $80 a piece. And someone put an autograph sale up for $599, but didn't sell. Ooh. Um. One of my friend's mom is a huge, huge into Wizard of Oz, and she, uh, she had me and my buddy try and collect as many of them as we could. Yeah. For her. Of course. Yeah. Uh, they had the Dina Kishi figures, which were in the late 70s and early 80s, hmm. which were some of the earliest examples of Happy Meals toys. Okay. Um, they were just kind of like little rubber creatures. Oh, okay. They were yeah. like dinosaurs and circus characters yeah. and some cars. Uh, sets are being sold for upwards of $80. Damn. Um, the McFurbies. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. You know, we've talked about those before. Yeah. From March 22nd to April 22nd, there were 80 different mini Furbies. <laughs> um, and a whole set was recently put up for $899. Boom! Wow. Yeah. Uh, one that wasn't mint, but had a lot of 800, or 126 toys, went on sale for $75. Okay. Uh, that's like a buck a pop almost. That's pretty, that's much, pretty yeah. reasonable. I mean, if you're into Furbies. And they brought they brought Furbies back in 2016. Okay. But it didn't really catch on as much yeah. as the original yeah. Furby Happy Toys, or Happy Meal Toys. Um, the Potato Head Kids, um, which kind of came out a few years before Toy Story. Okay. So, like, right around the same time with the My Little Pony oh. and Friends Potato Head Kids. I gotcha. Um... Partial sets frequently go for twenty to thirty dollars, and a full set of twelve, even with a few pieces missing, is on sale for one hundred and eighty dollars. That's not a bad chunk of change. No. Um, there was an Asian market only Snoopy World tour, which hit in the late nineties. Oh, people love Snoopy, and <clears throat> it was kind of like the one hundred and one and one hundred and two Dalmatians, where they had a case that they would sell. Okay, so you can try to collect all of them. Uh, there was 28 international-themed Snoopy figures. Um, See, now that's clever. I, I like that idea. There was Fiji, Ireland, Mexico, Jamaica, China, Hong Kong, Russia, Venezuela, USA, New Zealand, Indonesia, Poland, Romania, Trinidad, Macau. Is that how you say that? Yep, Macau. Mm-hmm. Macau, Thailand, Yugoslavia, Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia. Japan, Australia, Panama, Argentina, Peru, Brazil, Hawaii, Holland, Finland, Korea, and Taiwan. Damn. Uh, that full set can set you back at a minimum $200. Oh, jeez. The Snoopy 50th Anniversary, um, which came out in 2000, because it was Snoopy's uh, 50th Anniversary. Okay. Uh, they released, McDonald's released a series of toy parade cars, including Cyber Snoopy, because it was 2000. Uh, Everything had been Cyber. Y2K Snoopy. Snoopy, Snoopy, just like the Matrix, somewhat. Yeah, 
in <laughs> a trench coat. God. Um, Jam and Snoopy and Journey into Space Snoopy. Was that Snoopy in a space suit? Because that sounds adorable. That does sound adorable. Um, if you have the complete set still in bags, you could have uh, close to sixty dollars on your hand, and mm. unwrapped is forty three ninety nine. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not a bad. couple Still, big pieces. Yeah, not that bad. Um, teeny Beanie Babies, of course. Teeny Beanies. launched in 1997. That included Patty the Platypus, Chops the Lamb, uh, Pinky the Flamingo, Chocolate the Moose, Speedy the Turtle, Goldie the Goldfish, Seymour the Seal, Quats the Duck, Snort the Bull, and Liz the Lizard. Aww. They put out another series in 98, uh, which was Dobie the Doberman, Bongo the Monkey, Twins the Giraffe, Inch the Worm, Pincers the Lobster, uh, Happy the Hippo, Mite the Labradoodle, Mel the Koala, Scoop the Pelican, Bones the Dog, Jesse the Gorilla, Chip the Cat, Waddle the Penguin, and Peanut the Elephant. Nice. In 1999, the third series of Teeny Beanie Babies came out, which included Iggy the Iguana, Freckles the Leopard, Chip the Cat, Rocket the Blue Jay, Antsy the Anteater, Smoochie the Frog, Stretchy the Ostrich, hmm. Funky the Cocker Spaniel, Julius the Clown, no, no, Strut the Rooster, Nuts the Squirrel, <laughs> Claude the Crab, Mortimer, 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 Taste Bud, a Taste Bud? That sounds horrible. And Nook the Husky. Huh. A special series was also introduced featuring four international bears: uh. Aaron the Bear from Ireland, Britannia the Bear from the UK, Mabel the Bear from Canada, and Glory the Bear from uh, the USA. Because, of course. Yeah, because America. Um, in 2000, they put out even more teeny beanies. 32 beanies were sold in all, and with 29 released in spring, and the remaining three sold in the fall. These toys were classified into different groups. Pet Pals, Garden Bunch, At the Zoo, Under the Sea, Top Secret, and Superstars. Under the Sea. There's a dinosaur trio. International Bears again, this time Mexico, Germany, and another one for the USA. Ooh. Um, Legends, and two bears that marked, two bears that marked special days. One and the bear, and the end of the bear for the end of the season, which were released in 2000. Okay. Yeah. End of the year puns, whatever. <laughs> uh, the fast foods partnership with Thai in 1997 was so hot that employees stole boxes of beanies and phone lines were flooded by customers asking about the latest shipment. Damn. Uh, McDonald's ran other teeny beanie promotions after the 90s that ended, but none was as crazed as the first. Yeah, I'm sure those didn't catch fire much. In 2004, though, McDonald's employees were able to order a collector's set uh, commemorating the 25th anniversary of the Happy Meal, featuring beanies named Golden Arches, oh. Big Red Shoe, <laughs> McNuggets, Fries, Burger, Happy Meal, and Shake. Tell me the McNuggets was a chicken. Of course. Yeah. Uh, they also included a few themed after Ronald McDonald and his McDonaldland pals, Grimace, Hamburglar, and Birdie. See, you know, I always had a soft spot for Grimace. I mean, he's he's a lot like Snuffleupagus that was, like, just constantly stoned. Yeah. But, <gasps> he was the original Patrick Star. He really was. I was just going to say that. Um, but I guess they told Mary McCheese to go fuck himself. Yeah. He doesn't get enough love. Not at all. I mean, he made that... They made that one... 
part of the playland. You know, the mayor, yes. she's like the jail. Yes. Where yes. you're like imprisoned in his fucking face. Yeah, which is so like. That's so bizarre. Lovecraft yeah. Shit. That's some like body horror shit being trapped in someone's face. Oh, God. It's like. That's what allergies feel like. I was just going to say, that's what <sighs> snot feels like. Imprisoned in someone's face. So, uh, sorry, back to Mary Machise. Meanwhile, back um, to the ranch. Originally, yeah. Sid and Marty Croft were working with McDonald's. Okay. But McDonald's kind of nipped their contract with Sid and Marty Croft and just kind of went on to just rip them off by making Mary Machise. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's fucked up. That is fucked up. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah. Uh, you can't copy... Sid and Marty uh, no, you can't because it's fairly obvious. I mean, they were kind of like the first Adult Swim. Yeah, you know, they just made some shit that you're like, are these guys is, high? Who is this for? Yeah, of course they're high, dude. HR puffing stuff. Yeah, I mean, he oh. was puffing stuff, obviously. I mean, or he was puffing and stuffing. Yeah, hey. that's what's up. Um, we have the Power Rangers, which, like the Teeny Beanies, Power Rangers have teamed up with McDonald's like several times. I'm not gonna lie, I was. Part of that mad crush oh. for the for the Power Ranger uh, Happy Meals. Absolutely. Mighty Morphin. Mighty Morphin. Yeah. I should clarify. Um, having any of those sets can earn you some extra cash, because a set of 11 toys sold for $35, while 9 toys from 94 were listed for $32. So, I mean, it's like, if you need a little bit of money and you have some just lying around. I mean, hey, if you got no sentimental attachment to it, of course. Right. Right. Um, the McNugget Buddies... Which launched in 1988. Which Is that had, the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ten pieces, right? Yeah. Uh, there were Snorkel, Volley, Copo, Corny, Drummy, Sparky, First Class, Rocker, Sarge, and Cowpoke. They also came back in 1993 as Halloween. Yeah. For McBoo, yep. Witchy, Monster, McNugula, Mummy, and Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. I had the ghost one. It was McBoo is my favorite. I had Nugula. That's awesome, too. He had, like, a full fucking collar. That's baller. Yeah. Um, in 96, they put out the third series of McNugget Buddies, which were a monster, Ronald McDonald, spider, dragon, princess, and punk rock star. Oh, I hate spiders. Um, six of the Halloween-themed th- buddies sell for $35, and certain figures might be worth more, like the McNugget dressed as dragon for eighteen ninety nine. Hey, that's not bad. That's a rarity, so you yeah. Know. Um, check your flea markets, folks. Yeah, no shit. There was a thing called Mister Men. Oh, I remember those those books. Yeah, and if you have a complete set of the Happy Meal characters, mm-hmm. uh, your friends might start calling you Mister Rich. Oh, or at least Mister Lunches on Me. Because Mr. Men have been featured in several McDonald's promotions across the world. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of 40 plushies going on sale for $99.99. Boom! So shit. Hey, that's Some not... shit you might find at a fucking flea market or something. Yeah, for sure. And as heartbreaking as it is to say, the highest selling Happy Meal toy is... <sighs> Princess Die. Minions. 
Oh, what? Minions. Oh, for fuck's sake. McDonald's has released Minion toys to coincide with a few of the Despicable Me movies and the Minion spinoff. With the most recent set showing up in Happy Meal toys just a few months ago. If you have a complete set of any of them, or a combination of all of them, with a uh, there's also a rare foreign one, mm-hmm. you'll make a few bucks. Most set most sets have sold for four hundred dollars each. Holy fuck! Yeah, that's oh, that kind of makes me lose faith a little bit. Yeah, um, that's not to say that there hasn't been any toys that haven't flopped, or were yeah. just like. Dangerous are altogether a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, in 1982, there were Playmore, Playmobil toys that ended up being recalled. Choking hazards? Yeah. Ooh. Um, they were three inches long um, with a sunny yellow face, bright pink antennae, and fluorescent orange little feet. Which is like, if you don't... <laughs> don't give your children small pieces. Right. Yeah. That sounds uh, like a bad was, acid like dream a or something. bug is what it was called. Okay. Um, four months after they started distributing them, um, in cooperation with the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, CPSC, they announced the voluntary recall of 234,000 scooter boat toys. Holy shit. <laughs> that's yeah, a that's, lot of toys. That's ridiculous. The recall came after McDonald's received reports of three children experiencing problems with the toy. Mm. Two children choked on the toy. And one child gagged on the broken off antenna. Oh fuck! Said Kim. Some kid said Kim Dulick, a CPSC spokeswoman. Ooh, no fatalities though. No fatalities. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, spokesman for McDonald's said the company was able to stop more than half the toys produced from reaching customers. Well, that's good. We produced around five hundred thousand toys for distribution, but we're able to stop half the toys from being distributed at the restaurant or distribution or distribution center level. Said William Whitman, a spokesman for McDonald's. William Whitman. William Whitman. Um, there was also in 1986 and 87, Fifle and American Tale. Oh, classic. Classic, yes. Because <laughs> it came out around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And they had books, ornaments, and Christmas stockings. Okay. Right? Only problem is, is Feifel and his family are, like, Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. yeah like, I didn't think about that. So, this uh, promotion stirred some controversy with the Jewish groups, such as the Anti-Defamation League. Right. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, because Jewish children were not happy to see uh, Feifel being sold as, like, Christmas. God's time. chosen mice you know? being pimped out for Christmas. Um, the complaining actually worked because McDonald's uh, issued an official apology and redid the commercial... In, uh focusing instead on the picture books, and the packaging referred to the stocking as stockings as an ornament. Okay. Um, they left out Christmas. Right. To avoid the controversy. <laughs> we all know what they were for, though. <laughs> the war on Christmas. America! Stupid. Made up bullshit. Yeah. Um... There were the Sky Dancers, of course. Oh, I remember those. And they'll have their own episode. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, back in the 90s, girls went crazy for these fucking, like, creepy, weird-looking, smiling fairies. Yeah. They just fucking yeeted into the air. <laughs> Only problem is they're, like, their wings were sharp as shit. And, yeah. Like, unpredictable. So yeah. You have no idea where the fuck this thing's gonna land. And 99% of the time, somebody's eyes. It's in your yeah. face. It's like yeah. playing with a ninja star. 
Um, there were step it bracelets, which is that were, anything like skip it bracelets? No, they were kind of like Fitbits for children. Oh, like little pedometers? Yeah. Uh, oh fuck, I remember those. Yeah, they were special exercise monitoring watches that were made in an attempt to counteract their unhealthy stigma. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, that, which is fine and everything. Cool. Yeah, Except I get that. Except for the that. fact that the watches started burning kids after wearing them for just a few minutes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Was it like, uh, like bad plastic or like the batteries got heated up it too much? It was both, or? yeah. Fuck. Uh, one player, one parent, um, claimed her son was wearing the watch for just eight minutes before it seared his wrist. Jeez. The light inside of the watch was somehow heating up the back surface of the watch. And once the story was released, many parents came forward and had similar stories. <laughs> that is wild. So to just be like, like, don't they even like QA test these things right. or something? I mean, what just, the fuck? Just to be like, hey, uh, we're healthy now, but we're gonna burn the fuck out of your kids. There's a price to pay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back in 2014, McDonald's had to recall their Hello Kitty whistles due to the fact that there were li- that kids were literally coughing up pieces of the toy after blowing into them. Oh, jeez. Because, you know, kids playing with a whistle, they're <gasps> blowing in on it yeah. and shit. Um, there was no Inward serious... singing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, while there was no serious injuries, it was still troubling to parents because kids were unwillingly eating pieces of loose plastic. <laughs> yeah. And, like, think about, like, if you ever got, like, a popcorn kernel. Like, not the kernel, but, like, the flaky part on yeah, top. Yeah, like the... the back of your throat. The little razor blade yeah, shell you're bit. Like, you're like... And you can't get it out yeah. forever. Yeah. Imagine being little and not being to articulate. Yeah, what's going is. on? It's like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, when they recalled that Hello Kitty whistle, mm-hmm. they temporarily replaced it with a yogurt tube or a bag of apple slices, and that's when that started. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 2015... Minions were some of the most popular cartoon characters around. And while the kids loved the cute little repetitive creatures, most parents found the Minions to be extremely annoying and even a little bit creepy. Guilty. (sighs) Oh, God. To say the least. Yeah. Their fart gun is pretty fun, though. Their fart gun is fun. Um, When McDonald's partnered up with the movie, kids were thrilled to get little talking Minions along with their fries and chicken nuggets. However, parents were surprised to hear exactly what these minions were recorded to say. Uh-oh. Many parents claimed that the minions actually said the phrase, What the fuck? <laughs> minions speak the lang- made-up language of Minionese, which is basically like a hodgepodge of various languages. Right. Ultimately creating like a bunch of gibberish. Yeah, it's like, like nonsense. Sim- like simlish, yeah, you know? simlish. Uh, but somehow these combined sounds and words made it sound like the minions were actually cursing. Uh, needless to say, parents weren't too pleased. Naturally. Because I'm going to play it. Okay. I, I got to hear this. It does kind of sound like, uh, fuck you. Or what the fuck. I forget what it says. What the fuck? Like that parrot? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> okay, I can hear that. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? All the cool kids are peeing their pants. In 2009... There was controversy paired up with the debate as to whether or not a Kids Bop CD that came with a Happy Meal had swearing in it. What? I will let you guys decide, because I can understand how it would be misconstrued, but to say that they are reaching is not saying enough. Okay, Okay, here we go. 
This should be interesting. I'm not going to tell you what it's supposed to say. Yeah, yeah, because that'll taint the results. Yeah. Did you miss it? Yeah, no, I caught it, but that's a stretch. Yeah, in a written, in a written statement, a McDonald's spokesperson said that the Kids Bop songs are carefully chosen and that we greatly value the high standards that families hold us to and we would never include a lyric word or song that is inappropriate to children of any age. They're trying to say that... <laughs> fucking... Yeah, I don't think so. That's no, uh, that's a reach it, and a It's half. tired of looking. Yeah. And he just said it fast. Yeah. I mean, no. Stupid. To say the least. In 1985, they thought it would be a good idea to put in a box with greasy-ass burgers and fries, a fold-up E.T. the Extraterrestrial poster. <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Because if you've ever gotten a piece of paper by grease... It just it's, it makes it translucent. Yeah, it's your window to weight gain. <sighs> yes, exactly. Um, cashing on the cashing in on the original American Idol craze, Ugh. McDonald's offered a hastily planned smattering of toys. Okay, what do we um, got? The one that scored the lowest from parental judges was the MP3 player, which just played <laughs> like seven seconds of the theme song over and over and over. Oh again. god! And it wasn't even. It was like. Whoa, whoa. Uh, whoa, over and over again. No, that's terrible. Yeah, stupid. Why would they do that? Um, But the king shit in terms of controversy, Ooh. when it came to the Happy Meal, fell at the feet of the grandpappy of emo kids, Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. It is a concept that by today's standards would seem impossible, because you certainly wouldn't expect to see Resident Evil-themed toys crawling out of your Happy Meal. No, it would be awesome, though. It would be extremely awesome. Yeah. Just a Mr. X breaking the box. Yeah, just... <laughs> uh, the uncompromisingly dark tone of Tim Burton's Batman sequel seems a million miles away from the glare of McDonald's happy-go-lucky red and yellow. It's true. Um, But before Batman Returns to even finished shooting, Burton was already arguing with censors over the film. Oh, jeez. Cutting scenes and violence to reach a more acceptable PG-13 rating than the proposed R rating. Um, it, was a, it was a dark flick, It man. was extremely dark. Um, McDonald's only had a rough cut of the film to go on, and their faith was misjudged when they signed a deal to promote the family-friendly film. <laughs> um, in the run-up to July 1992, every part of McDonald's food came plastered with the uh, cowled visage of Batman. Yes, I remember that well. Um, but understandably, seeing Michelle Pfeiffer shoved out of a skyscraper, Christopher Walken get electrocuted, electrocuted to death, or Danny DeVito bite the tip off of somebody's nose yeah. didn't exactly build up the hunger of the kids in the 1990s. Yeah. Um, in a retrospective interview, Burton told Yahoo, I think I upset McDonald's. They asked, what's the black stuff coming out of the penguin's mouth? We can't sell Happy Meal kids, or we can't sell Happy Meals with that. It's licorice. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, penguin bile? Mm. I had the whole set of toys, though. I was oh, yeah. a Batman fanatic. Yeah. Uh, so it is strange that the 1989 Batman was never marketed as a film for kids. Right. Um, I mean, despite literally the bat symbol being plastered on everywhere. everything. Everywhere. Um, 
So when Batman Returns came out, <laughs> a team up with Happy Meals may have been a step too far. Yeah, I would say so. Because as Batman Returns opened, there was a slew of angry parents as we all chowed down on our Happy Meals. <laughs> One angry parent wrote, Violence-loving adults may enjoy this movie, but why on earth is McDonald's pushing this exploitive movie... No. Explo- exploitative? Exploitative. Exploitative movie through the sales of its so-called Happy Meals. Has McDonald's no conscience? <laughs> I mean, sure, trying to market something called a Happy Meal... Uh, with toys based on an orphan that beats the shit out of people True. on a nightly basis. Probably not the best of Not a good idea. Um, this backlash snowballed so going so far as Christian-based organization Dove Foundation calling out McDonald's on why they would promote a film so filled with violence. However, despite this, McDonald's still continued promoting the range for the full length of its contract until September. So, <laughs> you know, they couldn't have been that outraged. Right. Uh, with a PR nightmare on their hands, McDonald's and Warner Brothers did whatever they could to distance themselves from their partnership. And at the time, the Happy Meal was exclusively marketed to the 1 to 10 age range. <laughs> <laughs> so, apart from the odd poor student, the toys were effectively marketing a film that the recipient should be going nowhere near. Right. Uh, the dark but cartoony tones of Batman, the animated series, were just months away, so McDonald's could have been promoting Batman as a man, not just a film. That's true. This was at least the excuse that the fast food, fast food giant went on to use while Warner Brothers went one step further to say, we were careful not to provide actual toys from the movie. <laughs> uh, basically, they were in between a rock and a hard place. They were, But yeah. they just wouldn't admit it. Yeah. Parents reacted badly to the film, but in fairness and similarly to the 1989 film, Burton had never marketed Batman Returns as a kid film. New. Like, never once was this like, oh, by the way, bring your children. This this is the family-friendly film of the year. No, there's like a lot of sexual undertones to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, ooh. I mean, especially the way uh, Catwoman pumps off uh, Christopher Walken's character with the kiss and a taser. Yeah. And I mean... Think about, like, these are the same people that will buy Mortal Kombat for their children. Yeah. And they'll be like, I can't believe this is for children. It's not. Meanwhile, five feet away, Scorpion is, like, shooting harpoons through dudes. Yeah, yeah. You bought this game for your child. Mm -hmm. You took your child to this PG-13 movie. Mm -hmm. You should have known. What did you think that PG-13 meant? That that is a failing entirely placed on the shoulders of the parents. Pretty great for kids up to 13. Uh. (laughs) That's not what PG-13 means. Um, In in the 2005 documentary Shadow of the Bat, Part 4, Dark Side of the Night, Burton said... One person would come in and go, oh, this is so much lighter than the first movie. And the next person would come in and go, oh, this is so much darker than the first movie. And it's like, well, light and dark are, you know, they're, they're, they're opposites. So it's like, how can something be, and it was like 50% passionately one way, passionately the other. And I thought, this is an odd dynamic. This is quite interesting. I remember toying with the idea of doing another one, and I remember going into Warner Brothers and having a meeting. I'm going, you know, we could do this, we could do that, and they go, they go like, Tim, don't you want to do like a smaller movie now, you know, just something that's more, and like about, you know, half hour into the meeting, I go, 
you don't want me to make another one, do you? And they go, oh, no, 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 no. And I, and I, I just said, no, I know you did. And so I just, uh, we just stopped it right there. <laughs> yeah, enter Joel Schumacher, who just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was the start of a chain of events that led to Burton being in unsumer- unceremoniously ditched from the franchise that he had come to form. And it sent us back to the 60s with campy co for live action Batman films. With yeah. neon everything. Uh, Arnie and Uma were still way off from running Batman into the ground, but the McDonald's <laughs> nightmare was the beginning of the end. Arnie and Uma. It's accurate, though. It is. Um, it's easy to see how Joel Schumacher's next two installments of Batman went in a more Happy Meal friendly direction. Despite the addition of bat nipples. True. <laughs> Uh, swapping out the black goo and nod by cats vibe for bat nipples and spandex Jim Carrey. <laughs> uh, Burton was out and McDonald's learned from their mistakes. By the, ta- by the time it came to Spielberg's masterpiece, Jurassic Park in 93, McDonald's demanded that he tone down some of the more graphic scenes before they would sign up. Uh, despite the Batman Returns fiasco, they weren't about to let a cash cow like Batman walk out of the door. Right. And by the time Batman Forever was marketed in 1995, Batman refused, or McDonald's had refused to sign any deals until they had at least read the script. Yeah. Um, however, were they given too much power over the films? Probably um, so. Because they developed as so much power to go as far as to dictate what costumes would be worn in, would be worn in the film. Are you kidding? Which may or may not have led to the purple and leopard tones of Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face. Oh. Yeah, they they really fucking... They didn't stick their foot in the door. They stuck their whole fucking leg in the door. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. But, but, I will say, those, uh, the... The Batman cups that we got from it, the the glass cups, oh, hell yeah. were fucking awesome. I still have my yeah, set. Hell yeah, it's nothing wrong with those. Nah, the Gotham glassware collection. Fuck yes. 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 Now I'm going to rapid fire shoot off a list of most of the Happy Meal toys because there's like no official list that lists all of them. I'm gonna go with what I have. Okay. Do it, baby. Star Trek the motion picture. Yeah. A Bill Cosby plush toy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Has not Ooh, aged well. No. Has not aged no. well. Uh, Playmo- Playmo- Playmobil toys. Recalled. Recalled. Santa Claus the movie, 1985, not the Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stompers, An American Tale, Oliver and Company, Fraggle Rock, The Little Mermaid, Super Mario Brothers 3, Tiny Toons, Tiny Toons Adventures, the Rescuers Down Under, mm-hmm. Tiny Two Adventures Again, mm-hmm. McDino Changeables, 101 Ooh. Dalmatians, Hook, <laughs> Batman Returns, yep. Earth Day, Totally Toy Holiday, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Flintstones, Happy Birthday, Happy Meal Train, Aww. Animaniacs, yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. Space Jam, 102 yeah. Dalmatians, Muppet Treasure Island, yep. The Hunchback of Notre Dame, mm-hmm. Hercules, yep. Sleeping Beauty, yep. The Jungle Book, Yep. Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. 101 Dalmatians again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hercules. Hercules! Uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Mulan. Tamagotchi. Hot Wheels and Barbie. <sighs> yeah. Uh, McDonald's Halloween Nerds Dispensers. A Bug's Life. Recess. Okay. Uh, the Teeny Beanies. Mm-hmm. Tarzan. Mm-hmm. Legos. Yeah. Halloween Pails. <sighs> Toy Story 2. Hot Wheels. Barbie. Tarzan. Dinosaurs. 
Beanie Babies Again, uh, Hello Kitty, The Tigger Movie, 102 Dalmatians, Emperor's New Groove. Oh, uh, yeah. Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Okay. Disney's House of Mouse. Mm-hmm. Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Underrated. Which is underrated as fuck. Yep. Disney's The Book of Pooh. Snow White and the Seven <laughs> Dwarfs. Um, Monsters, Inc. Okay. Toys R Us, Animal Alley. Ooh. Yeah. Meowchi and Poochie. Disney's House of Mouse. Peter Pan and Return to Neverland. A Hundred Years of Magic. Mm-hmm. Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah. The Country Bears. Mm-hmm. Treasure Planet. Yep. The Jungle Book 2. Finding Nemo, Bratz, Masters <sighs> of the Universe, Power Ranger Dino Thunder, Sega Handheld, cool. Brother Bear, Kim Possible, The Lion King One and a Half, oh. ESPN Handheld, Neopets, 25 Years of Happiness, uh, T.Y. Beanie Baby Toys, okay. uh, Incredibles, Sonic the Hedgehog, Hello Kitty 30th Anniversary, Neopets, Pixar Pals, Power Rangers, the Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl, Chicken Little, right? Build a Bear Workshop, mm-hmm. Cars, mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, okay. Hot Wheels slash Barbie and Twelve Dancing Princesses, Lego Bionicle slash The Mermaid, oh yeah, um, Flushed Away, <laughs> Cat Scratch Toys, Wowie Robotics slash My Little Pony, TMNT, American Idol, Shrek the Third, Surfs Up, Hello Kitty, Flywheels, Legions of Superheroes. Build-A-Bear, Cartoon Network, B-Movie, Shrek the Third, Lego Bionicle, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean slash Princesses, <laughs> American Idol, Speed Racer, Kung Fu Panda, Lego Batman, uh, Madame Alexander, Wizard of Oz, right, right. Hot Wheels, yep. Barbie, mm-hmm. Madagascar, Escape to Africa, Lego Bionicle, Hotel for Dogs, Spectacular Spider-Man, Monsters vs. Aliens, Kids Bop, Knife Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian, mm-hmm. Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs, mm-hmm. uh, Teeny Beanies, Lego Racers slash American Girls, yeah. Hot Wheels, Barbies, uh, Bakugan slash Build-A-Bear. What is a Bakugan? Astro Boy, Nerf Toys slash Strawberry Shortcake, yeah. James Cameron Avatar, cool. Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Squeak Wolf, oh. Penguins of Madagascar, Star Wars slash iCarly, How to Train Your Dragon, Hot Wheels Battle Force 5 slash Barbie Toys. Huh. Shrek Forever After, The Last Airbender, which... Oh, God. I know. Um, Marvel Heroes slash The Littlest Pet Shop, Batman the Brave and the Bold, Star Wars The Clone Wars slash Strawberry Shortcake. Yeah. Mr. Potato Head Halloween Pals. Hey. Mega Mind Toys, Batman slash Furry Hearts. Okay. Uh, Victorious, Taco Toys, um... Hot Wheels, Battle Force 5, Barbie, Young Justice, Rio, Batman the Brave and the Bold, Zoolwolves, Kung Fu Panda 2, Pokemon Slash, uh, Pokemon Black and White, Star Wars The Clone Wars, Strawberry Shortcake, The Smurfs, Ben 10, Twinkle Toes, Puss in Boots, Alan and Chips, Alan and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked, Power Rangers Samurai, Madagascar 3, Ice Age, Continental Drift, hmm. SpongeBob SquarePants, Power Rangers Super Samurai, Hotel Transylvania, Scooby-Doo Halloween Pals, Young Justice, Rise of the Guardians, TMNT, Hats Bugs, which they follow us on Instagram. Oh, cool! Uh, Barbie and the Pink Shoes, The Crudes, Skylanders, Spy Gear, Mix okay. Club, mm-hmm. Epic Toys, Despicable Me 2, The Smurfs 2, Power Rangers Megaforce, Beware the Batman, The Wizard of Oz, 
Angry Birds, Star Wars, Halloween Pails. <laughs> That's a mouthful. So, so many things there. Uh, Monster High, Halloween Pails. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles slash Furby Boom. Boom. Hex books. Um, Harper Collins books. TMNT slash Sweet Sweetheart Plush Toys. SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. <laughs> Team Hot Wheel Toys slash Barbie Life in the Dream House. Transformers Robots of Disguise slash My Little Pony Equestria Girls. Yeah. Skylanders, Nerf, Minions, Batman Unlimited slash Monster High, Monster Jam slash Hello Kitty, um, Raving Rabbits, which is the Rayman thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, My Little Pony and Transformers, Emojis, Angry oh, Bird Movies, uh, Secret Life of Pets, Step It, Activity Mans, <laughs> Burn Ya. Yeah, yeah. Um, Talking Tom, remember that? The oh, cat. The, the cat app? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Justice League slash DC Superhero Girls. It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Pails. Okay. Trolls. TMNT. Sing. Teen Titans Go. The Lego Batman Movie. Barbie Fashionistas. Smurfs the Lost Village. Super Mario. Captain Underpants the First Epic Movie. Despicable Me 3. The Emoji Movie, Lego Ninjago Movie, My Little Pony the Movie slash Transformers, Pokemon Sun and Moon, um, let's see, American Greeting Cards, Peter Rabbit, Ooh. yeah, Peanut Snoopy Toys, National Geographic, Hasbro, Incredibles 2, Nintendo Super Mario, Justice League, Bumblebee slash My Little Pony, Pokemon slash Hello Kitty, Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Hmm. Monster Jam, Lego Movie 2, Teen Titans, and then next month will be Beanie Babies again. Oh, wow. Yes. Man, there was like a lot, a lot to process there. There was a lot of, you oh, know, so much. a lot of doubles and a lot of, like there was a lot of recurring themes. That's like whenever you had Hot Wheels, you had Barbie. Yeah. So I'm sure that was like some kind of Mattel deal or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, I mean... That that that's when it, the Happy Meals didn't used to always be like gendered. Right, right. Now you go and it's like, is a toy for a boy, boy or, or a girl? girl? You're like, whatever. I mean, yeah, just fuck it. just give me a fucking Happy Meal. Dude. Yeah. Um, and and with Hot Wheels and Barbies, there's like so many iterations you could use. Yeah. So oh, like, absolutely. You say Hot Wheels and Barbies like five or ten different times. Yeah. In the list, but. Who knows what? Yeah, you got like Barbie fairies and like just like so many different things. Um, so now we jump from one fast food clown to our little clown in the box, Fafty, the fat in the box. That's my boy. (laughs) We actually kind of. Started an uh, open discussion with a guy who makes 3D printed models. Yeah, which is uh, nice. Mucky Chris. Yeah, he's awesome. And we might be making a 3D fact in the box. Which will be pretty cool if we, yeah. if we get it done. Yeah. So, in Riviera Beach, Florida, McDonald's fired an 18-year-old employee after police arrested her on accusations of stealing... Stealing $6,000 worth of the teeny beanie babies. (laughs) Trafficking in illegal beanies. Then selling 300 of them. Holy shit. Yeah. 
McDonald's is the largest distributor of toys in the world. Uh, yeah, it makes sense now that Toys R Us is gone. It was probably even before Toys R Us oh, it was wasn't, gone. Yeah, this, was, this has been for years. Um, just like Lego is the biggest manufacturer of tires in the world. <laughs> True. Yeah. Each year, McDonald's distributes 1.5 billion toys worldwide. That's a ton of fucking toys. Uh, that's more than Hasbro and Mattel combined. Damn. And they're actually kind of even working to um, acquire 3D printers for stores that like do a lot of volume. Oh, they could do so their stuff on site? run out of toys. Whoa. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Um, 60-year-old Mike Fontaine has the largest collection of Happy Meal toys with over 75,000 pieces. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's, wow. That's bananas. And I thought I had an extensive collection. <clears throat> the McDonald's restaurants in America aren't the only ones pushing fattening junk food on young children. No? Happy meals in other countries are also relatively unhealthy. For example, in Italy, a child can get a pizzerato, which is a mini calzone stuffed with tomato sauce and mozzarella cheese. That actually sounds pretty delicious. I want one right now. Um... In Thailand, there's a pork burger, which Ooh. is a meat that's a higher calorie count and higher beef content than that of a beef Okay. Burger. It's like a little mini McRib. But fuck, I'd eat it. I love McRibs. They're terrible, but I love them. Yeah. We, I have pulled pork cooking downstairs right now. Which I'm super excited about. Extremely good. Like I'm starving. Um, and then McDonald's sells over 250 Happy Meal toys Every three seconds. Whoa. So it's like, boom, Happy Meal. Boom, boom. Happy Meal. That's fucking insane. <laughs> that is nuts. Uh, and with that, we arrive at the end of another extremely wild ride here at Toys R Us. Um, and I always knew that that redheaded piece of shit had some sins to atone for. I'm, I'm still yeah. upset that they stole the idea and just kind of like never yeah. gave that lady her due. Yeah. It's fucked But up. you know what? We're giving her her fucking due right right now. That's right. This one's for you, Yolanda. Yeah. Uh, If you like what you heard and enjoy learning about the things that made your childhood memorable, please leave us a five-star rating and review at iTunes slash Apple Podcast. Um, We're starting to build a little bit of steam, and it's really nice. Yeah. So to have that kind of match on iTunes would be nice as well. Yep. Um. If you want to hop on board, now's the perfect time to do so by heading over to patreon.com slash Toys R Us podcast. We have several tiers, the lowest one being $3. That's reasonable. Yeah, and and each tier gets you a different reward, so it's worth it. All of them get you a producer credit, Yep. which is at the end of every episode. Yep. Um, and you can follow us across the board at Toys R Us podcast on all social media. We always post our news and updates there. So. Oh, yeah. that That's where to get us. Uh, until next time, remember to eat half of your parents' fries before you make it home. Yeah. And remember, you will always be a Toys R Us kid. Have a good one, guys. I'd like to take the time out to thank our patrons. We couldn't do this without you. So, thank you to Jeremy, Jessica, Nicole, Amy, Nicole, Nicole, Juanita, Sabrina, Shannon, and Steven. Thanks a bunch, guys. We like to get fucking crazy! Crazy! You know what? Hey.